When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Woo, held that one. Okay, felt good. So everyone, welcome back to a new episode, and I am so excited to be recording this episode about hometown cha-cha-cha. So... (laughs) If you're looking at the title of this and you're a little confused, um, (laughs) that makes sense. I know that the last Lola's ramblings and um, musings episode, I mentioned uh, that I was not planning on watching Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. I felt like there was no need to. I didn't see what I was going to get from it. But then I was still on the fence. I kept being like, but am I missing out on something? Should I be watching this? It sounds like everyone's enjoying it. Should I be watching this? Um, So I was on the fence with Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha, even though I was trying to rule it out as one that I was not going to watch. I didn't feel any excitement or any pull to watching it. So I was like, it's just not on my list. It's just not on my list. And for me to now be recording an entire episode about my overall impressions of this drama, I'm sure you're a little confused. So I started watching, (laughs) I watched the first first episode of Hometown, Cha 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 um, when it aired, when it started. The first episode came up, I watched it. I was not impressed. I wasn't in love. I kind of just was like, uh, we'll see. And then just put it off. And then I want to say it was around episode. <laughs> um, how many episodes did it have? It had, it had 16 episodes. And so I then realized around episode, um, (laughs) maybe episode 12, I want to say that I wanted to watch it. (laughs) So what did I do? I marathoned the kind of episodes I was behind in one day, maybe two days, and caught myself up and started watching it air weekly like everyone else. And so I was caught up in time to watch its final two episodes, um, you know, when they were released. And I knew while I was watching it and marathoned it and got myself caught up that I was going to record this. um, I was going to record an overall impressions because I was like, I have lots to say about this drama. <laughs> um, I don't know if you can tell if it's good or bad by just how I'm starting this off, but I have lots to say about hometown cha-cha-cha. 
So let's get into it. Let me get into my overall impressions. I'm going to try to do a quick synopsis as I try to do, but as you know, they're not very good um, (laughs) synopsis at all, and they're not usually quick, but I'm really going to do a really, really quick synopsis as far as like what the premise of this drama is. So we basically are introduced to a beautiful dentist who's very successful um, and a great dentist and does is really good at what she does. However, she's working in Seoul, working for another, you know, working for a um, dental office. So it's not her own dental office. She's working for someone else's dental office. Um, and she does not agree with something that is being done. She clashes with the the head of the office and basically quits um, <laughs> the minute we meet her. In quitting, she is then kind of, um, blacklisted in the d- dentistry world in Seoul, where they're basically no one. She, no one wants to hire her after she kind of gets the word spread around about her being difficult to work with. So she's struggling to find work when she thought, you know, she was a great dentist that she'll easily find work after she quit. Which unfortunately is not the case for her. She runs across an article and and things noting her that working in the countryside might be more, you know, um, successful for dentists and they just don't realize it because it's you know, kind of a little oversaturated in Seoul. You know, you'll be the sole dentist there. So a lot of people are relying on you and it's a lot cheaper to just set up shop as opposed to setting up your own office in Seoul. So she takes it um, as a sign that that is what she needs to do. She needs to move to the seaside. Um, she needs to move to the countryside and, um, and go ahead and, and start her own dentist office, our dental office. And that is what she does. Right in the beginning of this drama, that's what happens. Um, her name is Yoon Hae-jin, played by the magnificent Shin Mina. And the kind of seaside village that she moves to is a made-up seaside village in Korea. They made it up, but it's um, Gongjin is the name of it. But I think it actually took place in Pohang, South Korea, which is this glorious kind of seaside um, town um, or city. And so that's where she decides to set up shop in Gongjin. When she's there, um, Heijin meets Hong Du-shik. And his name is supposedly really funny. So, I mean, I they don't call him by his first name very often. They call him Chief Hung. Um, so I might go in and out and call him that. But she meets Hung Du-shik there. Um, and he's played by Kim Sun-ho. And she immediately is kind of like, she's interested in him. He kind of fascinates her just a little bit because he's this young, you know, they're relatively young. They're both around 30 and they're kind of mid thirties. And he's this, you know, 30 something guy in this kind of seaside countryside place. And he shows up (laughs) in every area of the town. Whenever someone needs him, that's where he is. Uh, He does not have like one job. His job is just being, is having multiple jobs in this town. And she finds that quite interesting, but he's also, you know, attractive and he's super, super smart and he's handy and he can do anything that he wants to do. Like he just is like a little genius in a way. Um, And so she's just, he's a little fascinating to her, but he's technically unemployed and he, but he, is always doing something. He's super busy. He's always kind of moving around town. He shows up whenever someone needs him. And it's 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 you're drawn to it immediately. If someone needs him, he's there. 
and she needs him kind of right off the gate when she moves into the little town and he is there for her as well just like he is for everyone else in that town so that's basically where the story um its premise it's basically these two uh, people this glorious dentist who moves from Seoul um into she moves into Seoul I mean, she moves from Seoul into Gongjin, and she meets um, Dushik, who is, you know, loves this town dearly, is like the chief of this town. Everyone knows him. Everyone loves him. He's always there to help everyone out. And as a new uh, person in this town, he does the same for her. In time, they fall in love. Boom. That's the synopsis of Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. But now it's time to talk a little bit about what is what was this drama for me like that's where I think I need to start with because I'm a little like I said I think I was a little taken back by the 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 amount of for it to be such a quiet kind of drama where not much happens not much drama takes place um it's pretty 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 quiet um and yet for it to have drawn me in so much it blew my mind it absolutely blew my mind when I tell you I was swept away literally it's set in the seaside I felt like I was swept away onto this shore of this drama and I was like you know stranded there but then I too kind of got immersed in the life of this town and didn't want to leave (laughs) I fell in love. So I want to talk about the setting of the drama. That is to me the, one of the main things that tells this story or sets this story up. It's this fictional place of Gongjin, this seaside village where it's very small. It's hours outside of the you know main city, which is Seoul, and the closest city, which is Seoul. And it's, you know, just kind of like this best kept secret. And the people that make up this town are not many. That's the cool thing too. Like there's not many people um, in this town. And so they all get to know each other. They all have like their own roles in the town because again, they just, it's just them there. And that forms this huge family because they're in this small little, little town where not many people live there and they have to kind of make this town what it is. It's glorious to watch. It's actually really glorious to watch. It makes all the characters feel like they have um, some importance and it makes the town feel like it is important to them because they are the ones that are basically running this town. Um, So when um, our main character, our very city girl dentist, um, Heijin, joins this crew, you're a little kind of taken aback that she's going to fit in. Like, you don't think she's going to be able to fit in. But this, the town completely consumes her as, like I said, for me, the audience watching, it also kind of consumed me. Like, it gets into you and you can't you can't see yourself not being there. And it's it's glorious that they were able to create such an atmosphere with just this, the setting of this drama. It's beautiful to look at. It's nothing but blue, blue water and trees and grass and these gorgeous little 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 small um, homes, um, you know, like little kind of traditional homes. And it's just 
it was so so beautiful to look at and it was also beautiful to see like every aspect of this town like you got to see all of the restaurants you got to see the main square you got to see you know where they all you know gather together for like meetings of the town you got to see where the dentist's office was versus where you know the um where Dushik lives and where the uh, the elders of the town live like you got to see every single aspect of this town so you were completely immersed in it it wasn't like you have two main settings like an office and an apartment like it was like no you get to see them walking down the roads in this town you get to see them walking down the dark alleys of this town you get to see them sitting on the sea you know by the sea in this town you get to see the ocean and the sand I mean it was all consuming and that was initially I think what what took me by storm literally it was like that this this setting and how beautiful it was and how much I got to be a part of it without actually being there like I got to feel like I was actually living there I knew the town in and out myself just with all that they showed so that was to me the first takeaway and I think the first thing that grabbed me about this drama the next thing that definitely grabbed me about this drama I would say would probably be the you know, Lola's all-time favorite thing about a drama, if it's done well, are the characters. Like I said, the way that they were able to show us every aspect of the town, it made the town breathe and come to life and feel like a character itself. So that was the first thing that was like, this is a character that I love. <laughs> but then the characters, as in the other townsfolk, um, outside of our main characters. So this is me, like, not even talking about um, Dushik and Heijin, like, outside of them. The other characters in the town, <laughs> the amount of roundness they gave them was was blew my mind as well. Because a lot of times when you have a town-like story or drama where it's like, you know, where everybody knows your name, you know, everyone has their, their kind of, their role that they're in in the town where they feel kind of like oh that's the funny guy oh that's the the serious person oh that's the the mean woman you know like you always have like their their kind of character like archetype that they're fitting into the town and they have their label already and that's how they set up the drama where everybody in the town and from Hajin's perspective as the new person and also as you, the drama watcher, coming in and watching, you do the same thing. You label these people in their kind of like archetypes like, oh, this is the the, the silly woman in the town. This is the, the, the man who is all washed up, you know, in the town and he really thinks he's bigger than he really is, but he's just the washed up, you know, guy. Um, you know, this is the, the lady who everyone answers to. This is like the boss lady. This is the, 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 the elderly woman or the, the grandmother of the town that everyone, you know, loves and cuddles under. You know, like everyone had their archetype, right? And that's the perspective we were introduced to through, I think, Hajin's perspective, because that was her first time meeting these folks and ours as well. But what trans, like what took place throughout the rest of the drama was the ability to have this main story, this main love storyline with Hajin and Dushik, but also include all these other characters and their stories as well. It was fantastic. I mean, I 
feel like that does not happen very often. And if it does happen, it does, it's not done well, where you, you, you sometimes see them lead down a path of like, oh, these, all these characters have their own stories that we should follow. And you start following them and you're like, I don't care about any of those characters. Put me back with the main characters, the main love story. That's what I care about. But that was absolutely not the case. When Heijin and Dushik were not the front of the, of the episode or the scene, I did not mind. There were other characters that I cared about and interested were interested in. Um, and seeing that they were real people and like full and round characters was also super well done because you have characters in the in the village where again like when we first meet them they're placed in like a little archetype um for example i want to talk just quickly about one of those characters that i think was a good example of this um her name was Jo Namsuk, and she's played by the wonderful um, Cha Chung Kwa. And she's a comedic actress. Whenever you see her in dramas, I feel like recently she's always playing like this very over the top, you know, woman. And it's like you laugh out loud at her. And she was similar with this character. She was like the kind of silly woman who was gossipy, like she liked to gossip. She was a little messy. She liked to spread a little stuff, you know, little rumors around the town. You can get all the news from her. You know, that was her character. That was her archetype. You have that in most kind of like small town stories, right? But what was so glorious about what they, you know, revealed about her character was that she had to become this way because she lost her young young child um from an illness and you know completely lost herself after that and it was only once the town allowed her to kind of put herself in this role as this village lady you know as this kind of like you know silly village lady was she able to kind of regain her footing and her life um in this town and she even you know took on like she acts like almost like a a little mother of one of the young girls in the town who does not have a mother but her father you know is the owner of the coffee shop and you know so it was just like to have each of these type of characters that I initially thought they were like oh they're just that kind of character they end up revealing more of their story and then it makes sense of as to why they are the, the way that they are, or they are the archetype that they are in the town. And it's not, and it was never a bad thing. You know, so you ended up appreciating that archetype that they're in. And her character was that for me. Like it was an example of that. And I'm not, and she wasn't the only character that they did that for. There were so many other characters where they did that too, where it was like, wow, that's their backstory. That makes so much sense now. And you you appreciate them more and the role that they were playing in the town. So that was done beautifully and I again don't feel like a lot of dramas do that very well um I think they kind of rest in the archetype and they just let you sit in that and then we focus on the main characters or they sideline the main characters for some of these characters that are not interesting enough to even be giving a backstory so it's like you know sometimes it's just like a miss a hard miss and this was not the case with this drama at all I loved the side characters. I love the townsfolk. I love the villagers. They were amazing. <laughs> they were amazing. Like, I'm serious. Like, sometimes outside of the main couple, I want to be honest, like, I, as in the beginning with the two, um, Do, um, Heijin and Dushik, their little love story I wasn't, wasn't the thing that kept me watching each episode I'm gonna be honest in the beginning I I knew they were gonna fall in love it was obvious I understand like their 
perspectives and kind of like, you know, their little contrasts and their little differences and how they were going to overcome them and be, you know, become and be, be together. Like that was not to me what made this drama amazing. Their little love story was there. It was great. But there was so much love in so many other corners of this drama that it 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 overshadowed their love story at times. But at the same time, it made me realize that their love story was not the main story. It was this the love of this in this town and the love that you can find in this town and the love that this town will cultivate for everyone who's a part of it. That was this love story and boy was it beautiful (laughs) and I feel like this is similar to when I talked about Navieta this year as well as um, Hello It's Me where and even Run On where I'm literally emotional when I think about this drama when I tell you I cried throughout this entire drama um, but I cried for two hours straight watching the last two episodes like it was legit two hours of me crying. Um, when I get this way about a drama, I know it's like, it's more about the feeling the drama gave me and not like what the story was about. Like it gave me this overwhelming sense of security, of like healing. Like when one when people call things like healing drama, this was a healing drama in every way of the word it healed the characters that were in the drama dealing with stuff that they needed to heal from it healed me the the drama watcher the audience me watching it i felt renewed after each episode like it felt like it was was filling up a cup um and it, I mean, it was joyous it was joyous the experience of watching this drama even in the moments where I cried there was still like a, a happiness to it you know it always like the, it was like a release it was cathartic it was absolutely amazing experience watching this drama and this is coming from someone who refused to watch it <laughs> I was refusing to watch it refusing refusing to watch it and I was making all kinds of excuses. I was like, oh, I've watched the the movie before a long time ago. Like, what what could they have possibly done that was better? You know, like I would I mean, not even saying that I enjoyed the movie. Like, I think that was another thing. Like, I didn't wasn't in love with the movie, the original source material for this drama. So I was like, well, you know, whatever. Then, you know, the the um the actor Kim Sun Ho Sun Ho, I'm not a, I've never watched him in anything yet that I was completely enamored with. So I was like, he's not a big draw for me either. You know, even though Mina is one of my favorite actresses, I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to sign up for this one of hers. I might pass it. I was like, oh, I don't like that she's a dentist. I don't want to watch a story about a dentist being in people's mouths. Like that's gonna be like irky and like you know like cringy I don't want to watch that you know because I am very sensitive when it comes to things about teeth and things like that so I was like I don't think I want to watch that and I was just making up excuses after excuses after excuses um and when I finally just was like just try it try it Lola try it when I said that to myself and sat down I couldn't look away from the drama I marathon like 10 episodes in like two days like I said like I could not look away and it was such a wonderful experience and I'm so glad I I I shut myself up and I watched it because the what I was calling it like as far as like oh that didn't seem as interesting it seems a little boring when I was saying all of that it was because I could tell there was something really simple 
about this drama and that's it was simple that is a good way of explaining it It was simple and in it but in its simpleness in its simplicity it released um it, it no it didn't release it allowed for the experience of emotions that we usually keep quiet if that makes sense like things that we kind of keep buried like I think a lot of part of this drama and maybe the main character specifically Dushik he was known for being um you know compressing all of his feelings inside and not not expressing you know being being very expressive to the emotions that he had hidden away and I feel like only in quietness sometimes are you able to really hear and notice those emotions and thoughts. And I feel like the drama in its quietness allowed for me to do that. Like I was able to experience the emotions of this drama, I think, a lot more intensely <laughs> than I would have in a drama where a whole bunch of stuff was happening. It was really fast paced and a lot of a lot of drama. There was a lot of action and there was so much drama and, and chaos. You know, like sometimes you, you don't get to really get through those emotions or really feel those emotions of those characters when you're watching dramas that are just things are th- being thrown at the wall at you. And you're like, oh my gosh, okay, we're doing this now. Now we're doing this and now we're doing that. You know, sometimes you don't get really experience that. But in a quiet drama, those same emotions that are in most dramas that we watch, you know, you really get to experience them when it's quieter. And I felt, I felt it so much. And it was such a nice time. I think in this kind of seasonal change that we were in, you know, going from summer to fall, like it just was a perfect timing for this drama. And I think it was glorious. (laughs) So like I said, the characters themselves were were well drawn and round and what they've done with them I, I I can't even go into details I'm not going to go into details but I feel like you really gotta watch this drama to really get the for the experience of watching it and not so much for the character you know for the plot or for anything like that so I don't want to reveal anything about what happened in the story um, because I think you know, it's simple things that happen. And so there's not anything like exciting and that exciting, at least to me. But at the same time, the experience of what these characters experience was what you, you have to take away from this drama, the watching experience. Um, uh, it's so good. I'm not doing it any justice the way I'm talking about it. I'm being very flowery, I think, about my feelings on this drama because that's how it made me feel. Like, I just feel like butterflies thinking about it. And like I said, I'm borderline emotional still after watching the final two episodes and I was so sad to say goodbye to this drama I'm not gonna lie this was very similar to my experience of watching run on in the beginning of the year where I think I described it in run on and I feel the same way about this drama I feel as though these characters were themselves before I even got to the drama you know like I didn't have to you know like I was they didn't learn about themselves as I was watching this drama I learned about them and they were already themselves full and round and I just kind of like stepped in and got to see a peak of their lives and then I was able to step out and then if I were to step back in again 
I would it would be exact they would be exactly the same. They would keep doing the exact same things and it would just be just as simple and glorious and slice of life as this drama was. Cause that's what it was. It was just like a peek into these characters' lives and they are still existing and living and, and thriving as we speak. And it's like that is Whenever a drama does that, it, it's like character, character-driven stories and, and writing at its finest for me. When I feel like I just got to see a glimpse of this character that is living and breathing right now in Gongjin in South Korea right now. Like, that's how I feel. And I felt the same with Run On. Like, the characters were just themselves. And it was just like... Nothing dramatic happened to them. Nothing, you know... I mean, some dramatic stuff did happen. But, you know, in a way where it's like that wasn't realistic you know it was like this is these are real people that's how they felt they just felt like real people that I got to know and now I have to leave them for and and I'm like I miss them already and I want to go back and visit them like this is the type of show where I feel like deserves season twos like some of these other dramas are getting season twos where I'm like why in that the drama the 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 dramatics it was great for one season let's end it some of these dramas where it's like it's just simpler and it's quieter and it's just human and it's realistic I can keep watching those I can keep looking at those I don't need all the big hoopla um and for season two like I just want to watch them do new things you know that's what I love about some of these quieter dramas and I feel like this was one of the kind of one of the gems of this year by far and it was one of the unexpected gems for me because again I didn't even think I was gonna watch this and I'm like, I I don't know why. I, I don't know why I did that. And I will say this too. That ending, these final two episodes, when I tell you they ripped my heart from my chest. I'm going to try my best to explain how I felt watching these two episodes, final two episodes. It, they ripped my heart from my chest with their bare hands. They took and held my heart in front of its face like literally the two episodes were looking at my heart and they saw my chest with a hole in it and they were holding my heart looking at my chest with the hole looking at the my heart in his hand and going back and forth and my heart was still beating it was still beating they were like it's still beating so then it looked the 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 two episodes looked me in the eyes (laughs) looked me in the eyes with a hole in my chest my heart in its hands and it smiled at me (laughs) And as it smiled at me, I smiled too. I smiled back. And it took my heart in its hands and rubbed it gently as if it was patting it and, and, and saying, good job. <laughs> and in and patting it and saying, good job, it's still and smiling down at my heart. And then I'm still smiling. <laughs> and it literally takes my heart. And it hands it back to me to place it back in my in my chest. And as I place it back in my chest, it starts beating again in my body. And it, the two episodes sews up the hole in my chest. And my heart is just beating. And I'm just smiling. And the two episodes are smiling back at me. And it ends. <laughs> I don't know if that does any justice to the way that I felt after finishing those two episodes, but it was 
as heartbreaking as it was, it was as as moving and touching and, and beautiful. So how do you explain that? I don't know, but it was absolutely that. Um, so yeah, Hometown Cha 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 is a gem of this year, an absolute gem. I am so happy I watched it. It moved me in ways I didn't know that I needed to be moved in. And it was as simple as it comes. This drama was simple, simple. Um, If you want to watch something with a satisfactory experience where you feel like everything that you watch leads to a, a good feeling at the end, this is that drama. And my favorite couple, I have to say, by far was... I mean, as much as I loved all the couples that came to be in this drama... And all the characters that were in this drama. My favorite couple, hands down, has to be um, Heijin's best friend, Mison. She moves in with Heijin as her um, dental assistant and receptionist at her dental clinic. Dental clinic. And Mison is her best friend. But she ends up starting a relationship or being in a relationship with a policeman um, from the town. Um, named um, Choi Anchul, and when I tell you they were goal hashtag relationship goals, everything about their scenario was goals. Um, I would hope to one day have a relationship as beautiful as theirs. <laughs> but that's saying something because all the relationships in this drama were beautiful, and all of them were beautiful. And with in in comparison to a Netflix drama that I loved this year, um, which was mine or mine, I loved mine. And it was one of my, you know, one of the great dramas of this year. But the thing that was stood, stood out to me about mine was the way that they wrote the male characters. I remember saying in that review a couple times, I think I said, these were some of the worst male characters I had ever watched. And it's not in that they wrote the characters poorly. It was just that they, the male characters were so unattractive in multiple ways. Like they were horrible people and there was no redeeming qualities about any of the men in that drama. The complete opposite of that is in this drama. When I tell you the, the male characters in this drama were perfection and varied and and it was like they were not the same good guy just repeated. They were different types of guys, but they were glorious in their own ways. They were so, they were like, if you wanted to write an ideal male character for yourself in your life or any any way that you interact with a male, you would want to interact with these male characters. They were adorable. They were sweet. They were understanding. They were respectful. Um they were handy, they were talented, they were skilled, um, they were smart. I mean, they were just amazing. And so it was just like hilarious to see like this type of representation of male characters when I had that kind of experience with mine, when I was like, these are the worst male characters ever. And these were the best by far. They were almost, they weren't perfect though either. Like that's what I'm trying, I want to get off to. Like they were not perfect people by any means but they were just perfect in the way that they realized like how to be good people you know like how to be a good person like they were able to do that and it's just uh 
so good. So that's part of why the romances or the the kind of couples in this drama were just so wonderful to watch and so refreshing because it was just like, yeah, why wouldn't you want to be with that person? (laughs) They're great. They're glorious. They're wonderful. So yeah, absolutely amazing drama. Hands down, one of the gems of 2021 drama land. Um, Absolutely love this drama. I I don't even know if I could put it in like my kind of like top anything because it's not that I want to lift, put it, I don't think it needs to be on that list. I think it's to be on a list on its own of just most healing drama of 2021. I would say hands down would be hometown cha-cha-cha. So yeah, I'm glad I watched it. I'm sorry I was being so back and forth with it. I definitely believe it was meant for me to watch it. And if you want to be, you want to have a feel-good experience, this is a feel-good drama by far. All right. So, I mean, that's that's it, guys. I don't have anything else. I just wanted to drop, jump in and give you these overall impressions of hometown cha-cha-cha. Um, I don't think there's anything else I need to say because if I keep going on and on, I'll probably end up crying, and I don't feel like doing that today. So... <laughs> Not in this episode, maybe another episode, but I'm not going to cry today. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. That's all I have for this episode. Um, and I want to thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off. <laughs>